0: everyone. This is Dr. Shanaz Ahmed and welcome to Living a Life Through Books. This is a continuation of the New Year's special. It's about goal setting and book counts and all that jazz. Before I go on, I want to finish my final book count for the year. I'm recording this episode on New Year's Eve and I do not suppose I will finish a book in the next hour. So, I'm closing the 2018 count. Total is 41 books. Here are my last four books of the year. Book 38 was The Book Thief by Marcus Zusak. 39, My Grandmother Asked Me to Tell You She's Sorry by Frederick Backman. 40, The Energy Bus by John Gordon. And last but not the least, 41, "Brit Marie Was Here by Frederick Backman. 13000 242 pages that I experienced in 2018. That's not bad at all. It's a great foundation to move forward for 2019. I'm not in the beginner reading zone anymore. At least I don't feel that way. But let's get back to goal setting and this podcast. Goals is a vast topic in general. So far, I've always counted goals as number of books read. I did not count category or pages. When Goodreads sent me my year in review, and it had the number of pages I had read, that was super cool. But with Goodreads app, you can only track the number of books. The number of pages, though, will have to be a manual addition on your part. Too much work for me. I feel it will take me away from my reading. So I'm not going to do number of pages, but it's a valiant way to go. So far, my book goals have been simple. X number of books to read a year. If I wanted to get elegant, I could divide the goals into X number of books based on category. So I could divide a number goal into number and group. Even if I finished the number of books read, perhaps I I may need to read more in a certain genre. I'm considering it because I want to read the self-help motivation business category at least once a month. That will mean I'm allocating 12 books out of my 36-book goal to reading that category. But I also just created a new issue. I stated one a month. So I'm almost plotting a goal and mapping a system of reading the books I want to read and should read in a month. I think about how I've always talked about switching categories of readings becoming tiresome or if you just need a break. I wonder, would one get tired of a category if they were only reading it once a month? If I were to think... 12 books in, say, the self-help group. So in the next four months, if I read three self-help books a month and I'm done with the book part of the goal, perhaps I'll be sick of the category by then or need a break from it. I'm not so sure that's a good idea. I recently read somewhere that it's important to read one of the motivation categories every month to keep your focus and to keep positive. I have to go back to my old podcast, but it's pretty much the thought of retention. How much do we really retain from a book, and how long does the high last? With self help, I would say about a week. I talked about rereading that category as a textbook. How about distributing it equally in your goals? I'm thinking this one out aloud. Recently, I found an article by Pop Sugar. The title read, Book lovers, brace yourselves. The 2019 pop sugar reading challenge is here. This one sounds like so much fun and a great goal-setting experience, but I feel overwhelmed by it. Maybe I am still a beginner when it comes to reading. Maybe. But here's the thing. They have a list of book types you need to read. I'll read the first few so you'll get an idea. A book becoming a movie in 2019. A book that makes you nostalgic. A book written by a musician, fiction or nonfiction. A book you think should be turned into a movie. A book with at least one million ratings on Goodreads. A book with a plant in the title or on the cover. A reread of a favorite book. A book about a hobby. A book you meant to read in 2018. Anyway, you get the picture. Just look up Pop Sugar Reading Challenge, and there you go. Also, through this site, I recently discovered that they have Goodreads groups you can join. I just joined the 2018-2019 Challenge Group and the Pop Sugar Challenge Group. I haven't really posted in either group, but it's such a great reading community. And once again, I'm a bit off track from goals, but this whole Pop Sugar Challenge can be a goal. On the reading challenge page, they have several sub-pages for people with the same number of book goals as you. They even have an option for buddy read. I've never done that. I so want to. Hmm. There's a goal. Do a buddy read for 2019. When I started this project to get me going, there were times I read super small books. 100-page books. Books. They were practically pamphlets, if you want to call them that. I feel good about that. I feel I did what I needed to so I could keep my reading habit going and keep myself motivated with baby steps. Two years later, it's time for me to walk, perhaps even run a bit. No more baby stepping or crawling. I'm setting my book goals and I'm just going with it. No page goals because Goodreads does not track it until the end of the year. So I'm just going to read. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Just read. Besides, you do have the whole year ahead to keep tweaking and all that jazz. Before I go, I will say, I'm glad for my 36 books for this year book goal. Why? That will force me further away from my Facebook addiction and it will sharpen my book reading focus and we'll see where I stand with page count and genre count and all that jazz at the end of 2019. Here's the final message. When it comes to goal setting, there's no real limit and there's no real rule. The only rule is the one that works for you. I keep saying this, what works for me may not work for you and vice versa. I'm here as a sounding board to remind you all that I'm human too, and I struggle with goals and goal settings. And to me, this whole podcast represents a form of collective humanity. Here's a reminder to like living a life through books on Facebook. I would greatly appreciate it if you would share this podcast with your family and friends. The written version of this podcast and all my previous podcasts are being uploaded to my website on chinazamed.com. That is S-H-A-H-N-A-Z-A-H-M-E-D dot Feel free to contact me there also. My logo and website was designed by Alia Rahman. She's a St. Louis-based graphic designer and surreal artist. You can reach her at aliarahman.com. That's A-A-L-I-A-R-A-H-M-A-N.com. And the title and ending music for this and all my previous episodes was composed by my husband, Brad Slavik. That's it for now. This is Dr. Shanaz Ahmed with Living a Life Through Books, signing off. Remember to water the seeds within you. It's time.